Okay, so I was at Robbie Williams last night, backstage passes. Robbie kept me up a bit late. An okay finish to the US markets ahead of their holiday tonight and a half day on Friday. Dow Jones up 185, 0.53%. NASDAQ up 0.46%. S&P 500 up 0.41%. So solid stuff. Very happy with that running into what will be a long weekend and a thin trading weekend for the US market and probably our market as well. We have held on to the 11% gain in the NASDAQ, the almost 5% gain in our market from the bottom. And if we can make it out the other side of the weekend, we've got it all to look forward to. There was just a chance running into this holiday weekend that the US market sold off. There was obviously a profit be taken, but no one's bothered, which suggests to me that the integrity of the recent bounce has a little bit more integrity. The longer it lasts, the longer it lasts. The ASX futures this morning down 12 points. We had a bit of a non-day yesterday down five points in a very narrow range, and that looks like the same outlook for today as well. Quiet. Bond yields in the US slightly higher overnight. There were two economic releases. One was the usual weekly jobless numbers, which came in a bit higher than expected, which is a little bit hawkish. Consensus was for 225,000 jobs. They came in at 209,000. The other slightly hawkish thing overnight was the US Michigan consumer sentiment numbers, which include an inflation expectations number and inflation expectations have risen from 4.2% in October to 4.5%. In other words, people think inflation's a bit more of a problem this month than last month, also a bit hawkish. The more important numbers will be next week. We've got US GDP and US PCE price index numbers. That's the Fed's preferred measure of inflation, apparently. And we also have Australian CPI numbers and retail sales numbers next week, otherwise fairly quiet week next week. One of the big stories overnight was the oil price. It dropped 5% at one point. The West Texas has closed. Well, I don't think it closes, but is down 1.98%, down 2% on our overnight table. Brent down 1%. The oil price dropped 5% because OPEC delayed their OPEC meeting, which was due on the 26th this Sunday, and instead delayed it till November the 30th. The speculation has been that they will firm up on production cuts that have been in train since 2022 and maybe bounce the oil price, which is down from $98 to $92 since September. And the sector's come off about 13% as well. You probably saw last week Citigroup downgrading Woodside, for instance. Since Woodside's the obvious trade, it's fallen quite a bit. The other obvious one is Karoon, which Henry holds and has just had a capital raising and got thumped and is in a bit of a sentiment hole. Angola, Nigeria, Congo, the African nations apparently resisting production cuts, but they are minor producers and that realisation caused the oil price to bounce off its lows, so only down 2% in the end. And this might again be the sentiment low 
from which a trading opportunity is forthcoming. They will have the OPEC meeting if they do get the agreement of African nations and reiterate production cuts. This might well be close to the bottom for the energy sector. There might be a trade in it anyway. Other features overnight, BHP and Rio down 048 and 0.56%. They were both up yesterday. Down a bit overnight in the US and none of the other resources stocks moving much. You can see there's nothing going on. Free Port McMoran down 0.3%, Anglo-American up 0.1%, POSCO holdings unchanged. It's pretty quiet out there. The most interesting stock in the last 48 hours has been NVIDIA after their results. Their results were really good, 20% better than expected, but comments about the significant decline expected in Chinese supply or sales, thanks to export curbs kicking in, dulled the price reaction. The share price has rallied hard. Let me just have a look how far it has rallied. At the beginning of this month, it was $392. Note that's three weeks ago, it was $392. And just before the results, it hit a high of 505. So what's that? 29? 28.8% higher running into these results. So these results, it's one of those situations when you get a share price run ahead of results, results have to be good to be okay and have to be exceptional to be good. And okay results are terrible. These results were good, in which case they were okay. So share price down 2.3% overnight. But the NASDAQ was up and the slack was taken up by Amazon, up 2%, even though Jeff Bezos has sold $240 million worth of shares and is likely to sell a billion dollars worth of shares. Mere pocket money for him and the Amazon share price not fussed. We also had Microsoft have reappointed. They own 80% of OpenAI. And Sam Altman has been reappointed CEO of OpenAI. I don't know what all that shenanigans was about. Anyway, Microsoft likes it up 1.3%. I would just point out, twice I have interviewed John Abernathy, the CLIMB chairman. CLIMB license us. He is a sage institutional fund manager of old, a value investor. And I asked him both times, what stock would you pick if you had to sell everything, sell everything? everything in your superannuation fund and buy one stock, what would you buy? And he said, Microsoft both times. And here we have Microsoft at an all-time high, $379. Well, it's 377 Hit a high of $379 in the last few days. And that is up from $222 at the beginning of this year. Well done, John Abernathy. Lithium stocks mostly lower overnight. No major moves, but definitely not going up. Not much in the way of overnight features in the US market. In the top 100, yeah, it's very quiet. There is not one stock that has moved 3% in either direction. Yawnarama. European markets also subdued. FTSE down 12 points. Stock 600 index up one point. Nothing going on there either. Dow Jones moved in less than a 200 point range from open to close. One feature overnight is the uranium price. I've got it up 8.5%. Iron ore price, by the way, pretty much unchanged. But uranium price up 8.45%. We are adding power 
Khaled into our Marcus Today long-term growth portfolio, just in case this global nuclear renaissance is a long-term theme. Paladin gets back into production next year, which revolutionizes the revenue and earnings numbers. We've been watching it for too long. Uranium's just broken out of the top of its most recent trading range. So we are, in a small way, getting on board. Most metal prices down overnight. I've been looking at Novo Nordisk, which is the company that produces the diabetes and weight loss drugs and can't keep up with demand. You can look at my strategy section today for a comparison of that with some of the tech stocks. It makes some of the high PE stocks look stupid. It still looks cheap, I'm afraid. Next Fed meeting coming up on December 13th. There's now a 5% chance of a rate rise, having been 0% yesterday. We got a little bit more hawkish overnight. Chance of a rate cut by June next year, currently standing at 77%. One strategist saying that they will not cut rates until the fourth quarter of next year. Gold price down $8 overnight. Might take a bit of the froth off yesterday's rally. Sorry, I said iron ore price unchanged. I've got iron ore price on this table up 1%. Fixed volatility 